Hello everybody and welcome to the 23rd episode of the Meeple Dungeon Podcast. As always, I am Rob. And I'm Anna Marie. And we are excited to be back recording. We have had a bit of a uh, a longer stretch between episodes by a couple days. But we're going to make up for it. Yes, we're going to do <laughs> an episode a lot uh, earlier um, than usual this coming week. Yeah. So we're going to have kind of like two for one showing up here pretty soon. Just things have been crazy, uh, much like they were last week. We have a reason for our madness, and we'll explain it a little bit later. Yeah, there's lots of, yes, lots one, of reasons, One honestly. reason in particular, but... Yes. Yeah. But it's, yeah, so here we are anyway, recording, um, and I thought, you know, I was looking at our statistics the other day, or uh, yesterday. It's always fun when you look at those. Yeah, because I, you know, I check in on it once in a while to see kind of like who's listening and where they're coming from mm-hmm. and things like that. And it's it, it's really cool. Um, it it uh, Ireland <laughs> has taken over, like not just sole possession, but like sole strongly possession. our second most downloaded country. That's so by cool. like a lot. They are pretty much nearly more than double third place. That's pretty cool. That's so much fun. Yeah, Canada has. Well, far and away, the, our most downloads. But the second place by a long shot is Ireland. And then, so whoever uh, you people in Ireland that are that are downloading this, we, love we you, really Ireland. appreciate it. Super <laughs> Thank cool. Thank you. <laughs> um, yeah, I'm not sure who you are. If if you're on Twitter, give us a shout or email us or something, and we can uh, we can shout you out here on on the podcast on one of these episodes. But then, yeah, we got United States coming in third, and Australia and United Kingdom tied in there for our fourth and fifth places. So, yeah, it's pretty neat just, to see yeah. Ireland. It just, it just, yeah, it just kind of comes out of nowhere to be, you would, you know, you'd assume United States, It's your States, old Mulvey right? clan. That's right, the old Mulveys. <laughs> that's where we descend from. Um, yeah, it's just neat to see. And, uh, yeah, you, you you just assume by, just because of us sitting on top of the United States and being connected yeah. so, uh, so tightly with them that they would be maybe even our, most right yeah um but no they're the I ireland f- is strong in our downloads so. i find it so interesting with uh and i don't know why this should surprise me knowing the world we live in but it's just neat how this can reach there and it is weird right i don't know it's fascinating to me it, it is fa- it is fascinating <laughs> because it's just it's so strange that we just do this right we just get our computer and our microphones and record talking about board games and just post it and at random People find it, and at random, people listen to it. It's just a strange, yeah, how how the world is is so much smaller, um, you know, than it than it really is. Like, just digitally, yeah. like one person finds it, and then all of a sudden, all his friends are listening, or her friends are listening, or whatever. Yeah. I don't know. It's just a strange thing that we do this, and people <laughs> all over the world are listening to this. And so, currently, we're just not downloaded. As far as I could tell, I was trying to search through everything, uh, that we haven't had a download in Africa. Or Antarctica. Or Antarctica. But I said, we'll get there. Yeah, but we've had it in Australia and South America. If you guys know anybody in Africa or Antarctica, let them know. (laughs) Let them know. Give them our info. So we can get it on the map, yeah. (laughs) And we even had, uh, for the first time, uh, Russian downloads. Yeah, that uh, was cool, too. Yeah, it was pretty neat. Um, We have Russians, and uh, we've had... Uh, lots from Scandinavia and Sweden and and Finland and 
so forth. And it's just neat that they can track it too. It's neat to just see that, like, oh, this country, this country, this yeah. country. Yeah, it's fun. Fun and to then see. Down there, we, I mean, even in, we basically have everybody in Europe. We have France and Germany and Spain and <laughs> we got Britain. room to grow. <laughs> it's just no. It's just neat to see like people from all over. In Japan, you know, it's just strange. Poland, yeah. Japan, Argentina, and Brazil down there in South America. It just it's cool to see. It's really, really interesting. It is. You just wouldn't yeah. think, right? You're just like, wow, well, I can't believe it. But, yeah, yeah that's enough about that. <laughs> we, I just find it fascinating, so I wanted to talk about it. But, um, yeah, we'll start this one off the same way we always, well, usually do, um, <laughs> with new to the collection. And I know you want to talk about that one. So yeah, I'm so excited about ahead. this one. So, this is a new to the collection, second edition. Yes. Or, like, second time around, and I'll explain. Kind of like a reworking. (laughs) Yeah. So, this is The Lord of the Rings, the card game, designed by Nate French and published by Fantasy Flight Games. So, this... Oh, I'm so excited. We we got to the party late on this one, just assuming it would always be around. Yep. And we, you know, we got some of the packs and uh, we had the starter pack for it and then some of the extra card packs, but didn't realize that it wasn't going to be around forever. Yeah, and in our defense, when we first bought the Lord of the Rings core game Mm -hmm. and some of the uh, expansion scenario stuff... We didn't understand how LCGs even worked. That is very true. So in we our were defense. Like just thinking, buying things that we, <laughs> we thought were, looked cool. We, and we were didn't a little realize, green. Like, oh, I love Lord of the Rings. Let's yeah, get this. We didn't realize how any of this stuff worked back yeah. then. And so we have such a... We have actually quite a lot of we it. We do, but it's sparse and not complete. Yeah, it's... And we have some of... Like, how many... What are they called? The Not scenario packs. They But the boxes, right? Like Yeah, they're... More or less scenarios. But uh, they're, yeah, they have, like, some core boxes going throughout. Um, and then yeah. you buy, like, expansion card packs yeah. for each, each like, um, scenario box or whatever. And yeah. so we'll have, there are some scenario boxes we're missing. And there are, like, yes, a lot of the extra card packs that we don't have. So we can't experience the full, the fullness of this game. And then, then we heard that they were. And then the announcement came. Well, the first announcement came that they were shutting it down <clears throat> and i was and so we sad like, and we were scouring <clears throat> yeah we were scouring the depths of the internet trying to find uh how we could acquire the stuff we were missing and every time we're like oh there's a full collection and, and we'd we'd reach out oh it's already sold or yeah. they or we would hear nothing back and we were a little bit devastated and then they did the new <sighs> announcement this past fall that they're releasing them all together so you've got you know the core backs plus core pack plus the six expansion decks for the first one yep all together all in, in one, one box. box. So you don't have to buy them individually. And they're doing that for all of them, I think, as far as they, I know. Yeah, the entire series of Lord of the Rings. It, they're copying because that's the... Arkham? Uh, yeah, that's the direction yeah. Arkham went, was they got rid of the little packs and they've only just moved on to and larger packs. And people love it. Yeah, so you don't have to hunt down yes. this little thing that may or may not even be available, period. But it's something that completes the game. Yes. Um, and especially if you're a completionist. and a, But even this isn't even so much completionist. This is just... To get the full experience of everything in it. So maybe completions. Yeah. I don't know. <laughs> but I'm super excited because now we can actually dive into it head first and yep. deep. <laughs> Do a deep dive and, and actually get the full um, experience out of this game. Yeah. And the reason that we... Because this core box is basically just the exact same as our core box. Yeah. Except for it has a few extra things in it. And uh, that's why we went and got it. Because it yeah. does have a few extra things. Not much. 
It's yeah. almost identical. But what is nice that I will say, if I remember correctly, those few extra things that um, that they have in here for those people who already have everything for the game, they're making those extra pieces available to download and print out yourself, yes. so you don't have to go and buy the entire box, which I thought which was pretty really cool. Because yep. um, that would just be lame if you, Very. you know, <laughs> I mean. They already make a lot of money, so that was really nice of them. It was very good <laughs> to do that. Flight to do this. Yeah, yes. I appreciate that. Um, I bought the box because we don't have everything on the first one, which we need. So yeah, I'm just so so excited this came. I was excited to see it. I was excited when I clicked pre-order. <laughs> I'm yep. excited that it came. Yeah, so, so this is the beginning. It's the first of our start to finishing it off. Yes. the collection. Then we might be able to. I don't know. Get rid of some of the others by maybe selling them to some people that need them, or I, yeah. I don't know how we're gonna. Uh, who do knows? that but <laughs> maybe that's we'll just a problem for... make a make a fun neat art project afterwards out of cards I don't and know. stuff yeah, i don't know <laughs> i don't know how we're gonna do that but yeah um but we're just gonna yeah kind of rebuy like some of the stuff we do have complete yes a few a few of for the different sure. scenarios we do have complete but not many yeah. so it's gonna be kind of a whole redo and then we'll just deal with our <clears throat> pardon me extra Patchy collection yeah, yeah extra stock <laughs> later on i don't know how we're gonna do that throw it all in one box and sell it for x amount or something yeah. or even give it to somebody i don't know yeah but yeah no i'm super excited about that as well but i have a game here mm-hmm. another new to the collection so this one comes from lucky duck games and this one's designed by david okay i don't want to butcher these because uh it's always but, hard because you never want to mispronounce people's names, but we I, never know how to pronounce people's names. So it's because you know designers and all of these publishers come from all over the world, and so this is my best uh, guess at this: is David Cicero and Wojtek Grakowski. Well done. Yes, that's my best guess. With passable, these. yeah. <laughs> and this is a uh, this is a Chronicles of Crime game, and this is Chronicles of Crime. Uh, 1400. Mm-hmm. This one is... we. So we have the original Chronicles of Crime. We haven't played it yet, but we have it right there on the shelf. And it's uh, it's the highest rated of all the Chronicles of Crime. For good reason, I understand that it was kind of a really great And we actually game. just got that one recently too, didn't we? Yeah, we got that... Um, not too long mm, ago. A couple months ago. Not like it's been sitting there for years. No, like no, it's, it's a fairly recent. Maybe in November yeah. or something like that, or maybe October. But then um, this one here, I know a lot of people chatted about online. And yeah. it was, it's the highest rated of all the the ones from, I believe it's called the Millennium series of these games. Um, and it's the highest rated of all those. I remember even a bunch of the people on the Watchmen playing cast had been playing this and talking about it back in the fall, I think. And yeah, yeah they really liked it. So, and I loved the box art for it, and I thought it looked kind of cool. It reminded me of, like, Assassin's Creed. I was just going to say, it yeah. reminds me of Assassin's Creed. <laughs> yeah, so instantly I was like, oh, that, yeah, I think that this will be a cool one. And they yeah. all said it was great, so I figured, yeah, why not? Um, and, yeah, it does take place in the 1400s. It says here in the back, it says, It is the year 1400, and you are Abelard Lavelle, a knight living in Paris. Since you were a child, strange prophetic dreams of past and future crimes have haunted you. You managed to put your power to good use, solving mysteries that nobody else could. Now, thanks to your growing reputation, the people of Paris seek your help. Will you come to their aid? So of course we'll come to their aid. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, <laughs> apparently we will. We'll see. Um, but yeah, these these uh, Chronicle, Chronicle of Crime games uh, have the integrated app 
mm -hmm. system that Lucky Duck has developed, which is pretty nuts. Um, so I'm excited to play this one. Yeah. And uh, yeah, I, I well, actually, I think we'll play the other one first. I think so, too. Yes. I think but, it would make sense to play the other one first. But yeah, but this one just showed up at the local uh, shop here and I snagged it because they only had the one copy. Good snag. And yep. So it'll sit here for. <laughs> Oh, we'll we'll get this played this year for sure. Oh, we'll, absolutely. Yeah, this will be on our uh, high on our list of games that aren't brand new to yeah. play, I believe. But yeah, that's um, the Chronicles of Crime fourteen hundred from Lucky Duck. Um, so that's enough about new to the collection. Usually, we uh, have some sort of Kickstarter to talk about or uh, crowdfunding, I should say. Um, but last week we talked about a doozy. Of a game, which was the Marvel Zombies from Simon oh, yeah. um, and Spin Masters. <laughs> and uh, yeah, we actually, you should go check out Dyson Dragon's YouTube channel because yes. we went on there and joined Jason and Ryan to talk about that game in depth on the Excess, uh, or, value excess or Value for Kickstarters. And so there's a full episode on there. It's roughly an hour and we kind of go through the entire campaign and talk all the things about it. And yeah, it's pretty cool. So you should go check that out. But instead of talking crowdfunding, we're going to talk about some recently played games in our next segment. We will see you over there. Alrighty then, here we are at our recently played um segment of the episode where we're going to talk about games that we've been playing we, we usually don't talk about this because we usually have a kickstarter or a crowdfunding type game to talk about but this week um yeah we figured we'd kind of switch things up and maybe introduce this segment more often maybe even alternate or something unless there was you know that many yeah. kickstarters in a row or whatever but yeah we're going to talk about uh recently played games we played a bunch over the last week um yeah. And these are just a few. <laughs> this is just a few of them, yeah. These are the two that we that were kind of standouts for us, um, other than the game that we are going to be reviewing yeah. <laughs> at the end of this episode. But let's talk about that one first, then. Sure. So this one, um, you actually got a few games from um, yes, a, a from buddy my years at work. George. Yeah. Uh, yeah, he gave me a whole grocery bag full of games. Recommended, said he, yeah. that he really enjoyed them and um, thought we might like them. So yeah. we took a gander and played and... Yeah, the first one that we played was Laser Maze, the beam bending logic game. And this one is, I just love saying it like this, the game invented by Luke Hooper and uh, <laughs> published by Think Fun. It is funny to use the word invented. It says invented on the box, and I just think it's brilliant. So It is. It's <laughs> Yes, designed, invented, yes. Yeah. Same, same difference, but yeah, invented is not used. Uh, it, that lingo no. is not used. No. no. But yeah, it's from a um, publisher called ThinkFun, and this is a series of games that I was unaware of. Mm -hmm. He said he found this at a... Uh, it was like uh, in a, in the mall, kind of like a uh, puzzle shop oh, or cool. something. So not necessarily board game store, but more of like kind of puzzles and toys sort of store yeah. and he bought this for him and his boys and um yeah it looks like on here it's 2012 so it's been around for it's a while it's been around for a while yeah. yeah and i guess this is in a series of games that are similar types of games where like you logic puzzles brain logic, games yeah more logic puzzles rather than games yeah 
and you're trying to like th there's this one that has to do with lasers and mirrors and then there's another one where you're trying to connect circuits so you have a circuit at one end and you have to connect using wires and oh, cool. all the things and connect and make lights blink and things like that right mm -hmm. but this one so how does this one work yeah this one you've got um you've got a five by five grid a little plastic um plastic i guess play thing <laughs> Board. Yeah, thanks. That's the word I was play looking thing. for. I, yes. I was about to say mat, and I'm like, this isn't a play mat. No, it's a plastic oh, board with, with a raised uh, square 5x5 five five grid. Yeah, because you're basically going to be placing things on top of the squares. So just yeah, kind of the hold, squares them in place. hold them in place. Yes. yes. And um, so you how it plays is that you have different cards. So they have 60 cards, uh, 15 for each level. So they go from beginner to expert. Yep. And on the card, it will show you uh, the placement of specific um, things you need to put in. So it will say you need to have the laser in this spot. You need to have this purple square in uh, this spot. And the, the purple one, let's say, has one mirror, two or uh, one um just plastic side and one red reflector side yep. so a you know, target a target yeah yes. that's with the red one and then it's like and then you need to um this is where this one needs to go now you can um the laser is exactly in this position the uh purple one it's in this square but you can position it however you need to to make this work yeah some when you place them tell you they have to be placed in a very specific way and you can't move them you yes. can't twist them you can't do nothing but then others will say um you can, it has to go in this spot but you can rotate it in any direction mm -hmm. you like yes and then they'll have up at the top of the card there will be a color so it'll be like either a green square a blue square a purple yellow yep. red multiples um with a question mark meaning this one has to be placed somewhere on the grid. You have to figure out where it goes yeah. and how it's um, positioned. Yeah, you have to add whatever it says there at the top, maybe two purples and two greens or something. And it'll tell um, you how many targets you need to hit. One, yeah. two, three, however many. And it obviously it increases in difficulty as you go up. Yeah, um, and so the, the purple, so the, the different colors relate to the, how the different component works. Yeah. So the I kind of butchered ones, that, sorry. Yeah, no, so <laughs> I'm like, not the best in explaining those things. The purple components, when you add them, have they're three-sided. Has One has a mirror, one has just plastic, and the other has the, a red target that if the laser hits it, it will glow red. Three-sided, that would have been a good way for me yes. to have started that. <laughs> <laughs> then there are, um, there's the yellow component, which is just a, uh, I think just a hoop. You can the, see through that one, yeah, right? The, yeah, the laser will go through it. It's a, but also reflect it? But also reflect it, yeah. yeah. And then um, there's a, a green one that does something slightly different. and So each one has different things that happen when the laser hits it or goes through it. Um, and, yeah, the, the card will tell you you have to add. So you have your starting set of, of components, and this is how they're laid out. And you have to add in these two or three components, put them in there, and the laser has to touch each one of them yeah. if and you, make its way through to the target. If you hit the target but you haven't gone through everything, you've done it wrong. <laughs> you've done it wrong. You have to yeah. have used every one of them. So you have to sit there and you have to spin things around and move this one over there and move that one over there and make sure that this mirror points towards that mirror, which hits over to there. But no, remember, this one has to stay positioned this way. We right. can't move so this we one. we can't move that one. So that <laughs> one has to stay like that, which means it dictates that I must have to have one over here because the mirror is angled in such a way on this one that we have to hit it. So we have to, you know, it, it kind of yeah. dictates to you where these components kind of have to go. But you have to figure this all out using logic. And, and yeah, these, these uh, lasers come off these mirrors at 45 degree angles and yeah so you have to bounce this laser around from one end to the other hitting every piece and then ending up at a target or or several targets potentially and 
it is very neat. And on the so if you can't figure it out, on the back of the card it tells you exactly how to lay it out. Right. So it's really cool because you just put the board at one end of the table. You, you it has a little slot where you throw the card in. And it tells you how to lay everything out. You pre-lay everything out. You add in the bits that you have, and you push the laser button. And if the if the target lights up, and you you can kind of track that the laser went through all those things, then you you've succeeded. It was awesome. We played with our uh, with our boys, and the uh, they both loved it. They did. They were just like, I think the la- well, the laser obviously helped. Yeah. Like the laser, we get to play with the laser. But they were captivated, and they were it. they were totally yeah. captivated. The one like they were both in there. I was, like I was just kind of hanging back because they were in there moving it around and trying yeah. to do it. No, I think we need to do this. I think we need to do that. And, and then, they are nine and seven. And yeah. They were they were figuring these things out pretty yeah. decently. Yeah. With very little interference from us, and and as you move through the deck of cards, get, they get more difficult. More difficult. Yeah. And to be honest, some were even pretty challenging. Oh, so even at the beginner level, it was. Yeah, because uh, we sat there, even what? the four of us were like, no, so <laughs> wait a minute, let's look at this again. How, how are we going to make this to work? And, and we did. We eventually, every card that we saw, we eventually yeah. uh, got correct. Yes. But they were difficult. Oh, yeah. And, and we're still working through it. <laughs> yeah, yeah, we went through intermediate and, or uh, Beginner the beginners and, and into the intermediates, and then there's hard and then extreme expert, or whatever. Yeah. yeah, but it's such a neat game. Um, and that's the thing is it's not really a game per se because there's no winning and losing. It's just yeah, figure just this logic. out and then you, yeah. you feel validated. Like, oh, I figured it out. I'm and, so smart. Yeah, and then you move on to the next out. one. So it's kind of <laughs> just play until you don't want to play anymore sort of thing. And then you'll pick it up another time. And then you pick it up whenever yeah. you want. Yeah, and it's and it would have tremendous replayability because I you think... You will never You'll never remember, remember how it. this stuff worked. You would have to... You just won't. You, Unless I mean, you've got a photographic memory and no. you remember things like that. But it's just not going to happen. It, you, no. You, like, once you finish this one, you're oh, okay, yeah, I totally understand how that one works. And you do an, one more or two more, you've totally forgotten about the one prior. <laughs> Absolutely. Just like, yeah, it's, Even on the beginner cards. Yeah, no, exactly, yeah. yeah. <laughs> and to be honest, yeah, towards the end of the beginner cards, they were getting pretty challenging. Oh, yeah. So it's such a neat game, and I, I, I would like to get our own copy of this game because yeah. I have to give this back to George. Um, but I would also but thanks, like to George, because that was an awesome yes, game. Yes, <laughs> thank you, George, if you're listening to this. The game was great. We really, really enjoyed it, and uh, to the point of us tracking down our own copy. Mm-hmm. And then also trying, I want uh, the circuitry one uh, sounds really interesting as well. So I'm going to take a look at what their lineup is and maybe try to track yeah. down a few of them. But yeah, no, super cool game. Um, liked it a lot. Yeah, and yeah, me too. Let's try and find our own. Um, another game we've been playing... Uh, is a super cool one as well. This one. <laughs> Do comes, we ever play not super cool games? To be honest, we not a lot. Not, we <laughs> we are pretty selective of what we're yeah going to play, and we're usually not disappointed. It's pretty rare that we're we're disappointed. Yeah. This one comes from Off the Page Games, and this is designed by Jay Cormier and Sen Fung Lim, art by Matt Kint, and this is Mind Management. Yeah, the psychic espionage, quote unquote. Game. Game. <laughs> is what it says. Um, and this is based off a series of graphic novels. And this one is a one versus many hidden movement yeah. game. And so <laughs> it takes place quote in the, unquote. Yes, quote unquote game. Um, and that's not me quote unquoting it. It has yes. that listed as it's on, like on BGG that. Uh, it, yeah, I'm not making fun of it. Air quotes. The game. air quotes game, yeah. yes. But so, actual quotes. <laughs> um, yes. Uh, I'll tell you what's going on here. So in mind management, 
the psychic espionage quote-unquote game. <laughs> One player controls mind management and must scour the city for new recruits. They move around on a secret map trying to visit locations that match one of their three randomly drawn feature cards. They can also use their four immortals to protect locations from being exposed. What does that mean? Um, so what Do tell. Yeah, so one player is this diabolical mind agency manager. called Mind Management. Um, and they're, yeah, they're trying to recruit more agents to this evil group of people. Yeah. And we are trying to stop them from recruiting them. So we've been playing. This is Kurt's game, by the way. Yes. Um, Kurt that we talk about pretty regularly. Um, yeah, he brought it over and we played in two or three times. And it, uh, he's been running the game as mind management and he sits behind a blinder and he has hidden movement on a little board in front of him and he's using the markers and he's draw, mm -hmm. drawing his path around the city. And we're trying to find where he is to stop him from recruiting all these people. Yeah. And we play as, well, if it was just the two of us, which the last game was. Yes. We play as two characters each. Yes. And in a round, you you move your characters around and you can do several things. Not not a lot. There's, it's pretty simple where yeah. you can kind of move to a spot and then you have three or four options you can do in that spot where you can shake down... Um, one of his cronies to get information out of him. Or you can ask the locals if they've seen a person with this type of, uh, uh, or looking at this type of feature. Because the way it works is on the board, there's what, there was tw uh, 16? Yeah, something like something that. Something, different features like. Pools. Yeah, pools, palm trees, tuk-tuk uh, uh, cars, buses, um Monks, yeah, uh, robot so just, dogs, yeah, different and things. things that are yeah repeated over on the board. the The person running mind mind management is going to be able to recruit at three of these type of things, three of say the sixteen, and we've got to kind of sleuth out and decipher which ones he's using to do his recruiting. Mm -hmm. And in order to do that, we need to we need to process of elimination knock off possibilities of where he's going because on the map we we know um he tells us every so often how many people he's recruited yes. and so we get to kind of track like how many he's recruited but we don't know where he's recruited them from so we have to try to uh, math it out yes. and by asking the questions or by doing this and it is not easy it is not easy at all it is so um, fun though oh super my neat. goodness yeah and it, he's leaving footprints in places and some of the footprints may or may not be even real yeah and you have to uh then you have to ask certain questions to get him to reveal if that footprint is correct and what time he was at in that particular square and then you try to start to track his movements from one part of the board to another and you've got to kind of corner him you got to try to catch him yeah yeah and because he cannot uh go back over his own path um he's got to continue in a in a yeah in a linear path but you know, turning corners and yeah. doing whatever you're going to do. And we've got to decipher which of these areas. So if we figure out just by process of elimination that he's going to these places with the robot dogs that we know, okay, he started with, he started over there and he's hit the dogs once, twice, three times. That's how he was able to recruit three people that turn. And it's just this really neat thing. And then, but then you, there's red herrings out there and there's, and then he puts his cronies out and you can't ask about things the cronies yeah. are on. And it's a, uh, it's really neat, and one thing that's really cool about it is at the uh, at the end of the round, whoever 
lost the scenario, mm-hmm. they get a little box to open up, which kind of gives them an advantage in the next game. Yes. And then... And, and this then, box is loaded with yeah. stuff. Like this game, for people that are interested in like Easter eggs, you know, mm-hmm. like finding things and looking for things, this game, oh my goodness. And it's fun because you get to, because it's one versus many, um, the many, uh, the way you get to discuss and talk about and think about, um, you know, where they've gone, the yeah. interaction of the you game is awesome. And it's uh, for the one who's not interacting because the one who's being the mind management and he's, you know, they're sitting there and they're probably either like, <laughs> or have no bullets, idea right? or sweating, be like, yeah. oh, my gosh, they, how do I throw him off my scent? Right. You know, like and trying game. to stay, uh, you know, um, trying to pretend like, oh, no, trying to stay yeah. cool. Right. But like in Poker our last face game, what I was thinking, you were think able of. to. Like, we were getting lost. We were, like, getting, like, yeah. where is he? Like, none of this is adding up. And then you came up with, you saw this one kind of possible stretch yeah. that he could have done. And then turned out we nailed it. And But you only have so much time to yeah. catch him because if the time runs out of the day. Or he catches, or he, gets he recruits his, his, a certain amount of people. Amount, um, he'll win. And we were unable to, we knew where to he catch was. him. We were right on him. But we couldn't get there But we there didn't in have time. enough movement to yeah. get there because every turn you can only use two of our four um, players. Yeah. Um, and if you can only move so far and your players only have so many different powers that they can use. And he was able just yeah. to outlast us. Which is awesome. But so, so far it seems pretty balanced. It was really good. And so uh, that's, that's good. Yeah. we And like you said, if you lose, you get to open up a little box. So it's got a legacy style thing to it. Mm-hmm. I wouldn't call it a legacy game. No. But it's got that kind of component yeah. thing going on where you open it up and you get a new set of cards and you yeah. add, in, add in a couple things here. But man, so much thought went into this game. Holy like, so much I thought. I want to say this might be one of the more in-depth games i've ever it's pretty seen. crazy yeah and yeah. we don't want to give anything away but, yeah but this game if you're looking for stuff like if you want substance then this game is for you because there it's good is stuff everywhere yeah. in this game there's, <laughs> there's things you got to read and this, but oh, we, yeah. it's so cool um highly highly yes. recommend it especially if you like hidden movement we don't have many hidden movement games we were uh trying to find this game and uh we were dumb and didn't buy it when we i first saw it <laughs> and then it's been nowhere to be found dumb, but then kurt, kurt got a copy and we were able to play it and yeah as far as hidden movement games go this is probably one of the best i've ever played it's great and we would do a full review of it but kurt has the game and he's out of town and all this stuff so we thought we would talk <laughs> about it right now yeah. but yeah so that's uh our recently played games and now we're going to head on over to do a Meeple Dungeon review. So we'll see you over there. Alrighty then. Here we are to do a Meeple Dungeon Review! Good job. Um, <laughs> yeah, so this week we are doing another game from uh, Lucky Duck. Yeah, go figure. Yeah, we talked about them earlier with the Chronicles of Crime. Uh, and this game is based off that system from Chronicles of Crime. Well, the app integration of their yeah. their work. But yeah, who are we, what, what game are we talking about? We are talking about Destinies. 
designed by Michael Golubiowski, Philip and Philip Malunski, and art by Karolina Yedrejak, Magdalena Lezinska, and Eric Zielinski. So again, mm-hmm. apologies for the names. Oh, I think that's probably pretty close. <laughs> um, yeah, no, Destinies. Uh, this game we bought back in, well, we pre-ordered it, yes. but it arrived in, I want to say November. Yeah. And we, it just, it was on the, uh, on the list to hopefully get done before the end of the year. Cause we were hoping to include it on our end of the year, uh, material for our, yeah. for our different episodes and such, but we didn't get to do that. Um, we did get, we had one, we got to play the one, the first scenario yes. before the end of the year. But yeah. then there was, uh, in the core box, which is the one we were playing here, has five, five. In, t- in, in total. And so we yeah. th- we thought it was not uh, proper to uh, to include it in what we were doing had we only played one yeah. scenario out of it. So, so hence the reason why we're recording this one so late because we also felt that as we were playing through it we didn't think we could give a proper review without completing it yes so and they say that the episodes on the box they say that each scenario is like two to two and a half hours and they are not joking (laughs) they're not and for us we had some that were like three over three hours and that was with two player yes um so, I mean, the last couple did go a little quicker, um, but but yeah, they're long. So we um, we we've been powering through it, and that's why it took so long to kind of to kind of get the review out. So apologies for the length, but that was the method behind our madness. Is we wanted to make sure we um we had kind of played it all in this in this game in particular because there were only five um, five scenarios. We figured we could do it. Yeah. And we did. We finished we did. the fifth scenario last night. So we're recording this the, the following day after we finished our fifth. We were going to try to do it both last night. It just didn't happen. No. Oh, no. <laughs> it was just not happening with, you know, just with work and everything. Yeah. Me getting up at four o'clock in the morning. It just yeah. wasn't uh, wasn't going to be in the cards. But here we are, and we're going to talk about it today. So I'm going to give you a little blurb of, of uh, what they uh, say about the game on BGG. It says... Destinies is a competitive, story-driven game of adventure and exploration, mixing an app and board game. The first in a series of games using a brand new system called Destinies. This game is set in the dark medieval fantasy universe. The Destinies system offers a fully story-driven, app-supported, RPG-like board game experience without the need for a game master. Each scenario depicts a part of a vivid world full of dark stories, epic NPCs, and mysteries to solve. Each player takes the role of a hero on a quest to fulfill their destiny. Each destiny is a final goal of the character and has at least two completely different paths to victory, composed of branching series of quests. Players compete with each other to push the world towards their own destiny. The game uses an app and the scan-and-play technology to offer players a unique story-driven experience full of dynamic events, epic adventures, and an ever-changing game world. Each turn, players discover new parts of the world presented on tiles, explore them, pick up points of interest to visit, and so forth. There, they learn more about the story and make crucial choices on how they want to interact with people, creatures, and situations they face. The consequences of each choice are meaningful and often change the state of the world forever. 
So that is exactly what this game is, mm-hmm. is about. So, yeah, that's the theme. The theme is just taking place in these, in like a medieval fantasy style world. Um, simple as that. There's, you know, werewolves and there's rat famines and there's uh, diseases and plagues and knights and soldiers and um, kind of witches and things yeah. like that. So how does this game work? Well, like it says, there it is 50-50 board game plus app, I would say. Yeah. And so you fire up the app. Uh, and you're on the app, you're going to select which game you're going to do. And currently on the app, there's three. There's the core box. Then there's the Sea of Sand expansion. Yeah. And then there's one more. I forget what it's called. But you're going to select. that myth? Myth and Legends or something? Some, yeah, that sounds right. And you're going to select the game that you're playing. So for us, it was the core box. And it's going to guide you through the setup for whatever you're going to do. And in that, on the app, it's going to let you select from one of five different scenarios. So you're going to select whichever one you're on. And it's going to do your character setup. It's going to make you... uh, uh, it's going to make you select from three possible characters per scenario. So this game only plays one to three. Yeah, it's myth and folklore. Myth and folklore, that's yeah. right. Um, this only plays one to three, and that seems to be actually be for good reason. Yes. Um, we've only been playing with two across the board, and so you get to select one of three characters per different scenario. Yeah. And I'll pick one, you'll pick one, and then the app is going to tell you how to set that character up. You're going to have a player board, and you're going to have a character card, and on that character card is going to have on the back side of it your two possible destinies that that character can attempt to do. Yeah, you have a little blurb about you, and then yes. A, B, <laughs> That's A or it. B, destiny. And it tells, and they're, they're usually drastically different from each other, so you kind of have to find your where you want to go and then run with it sort of thing and yeah. um so yeah you'll take a look at your destinies on the back and and then on your uh player board you're gonna have three different statistic uh whatever you want to call them yeah Trackers. stats stat tracks yeah uh, a blue a green and a red the red representing power kind of your power and fighting the blues green... intelligence and the green is is it influence yeah or, um... it's, it's kind of like your uh, I just saw it. it dexterity. Yeah. Dexterity. There you go. Intelligence, dexterity, and power. Yes. And you're going to have little, it, 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 the, the player uh, The player boards are dual layer, and you're going to have these little circle cutouts, and you're going to have these little round wooden um, pegs, sort of, in certain spots on your on those, those tracks, going from 1 to 12. And the 1 being the highest you can have and 12 being the lowest you can have. So you're going to have a bunch of pegs representing where you kind of fit on those different tracks to begin the game. You're also going to get some sort of starting card, a weapon or a, an object or something. Yeah. And then you're going to start the game and the, the game is going to dictate to you. It's going to tell you to search through uh, a deck, uh, the tile deck. And this, this deck is um, a bunch of tiles. It's about, uh, I want to say 60 something tiles in this deck and the 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 app is going to tell you to place down here's the starting tile and it's going to tell you what other characters are on there and if if any and what uh places of interest might be on there like a cathedral or a um blacksmith or something like that 
and then the game is going to start and it's going to select one of you two. I don't know how it decides that, but it selects one of you two to start the game. And you're simply going to be on, start on your starting tile and you might have two or three or four um, other tiles attached to it, but grayed out so that the all the tiles are dual-sided. One side is grayed out kind of full of mist and you can't really tell what you're looking at until you explore it. So they're kind of grayed out, but the tile you're on is, is face up and it's all colored and detailed. And yeah, you're going to select very simple things. You can either move to another tile and you can move up to two spaces. But if you move to an unexplored tile, you, Your movement you stops. stay onto that yeah. tile. Or you can do basically talk to somebody on the tile interact, if there's a character yeah. interact with a character or a place yeah. or a thing like if there's a monster or something yeah. and so yeah you're gonna simply select say maybe i select the cathedral and I, I take a look at the cathedral and depending on what my my two uh destiny options were maybe one of them said i need to gain influence with um some holy people or something like that yeah i need to gain the the yeah influence with four holy uh, representatives of the village or something like that. That's not one of the things, so don't worry about yeah, it. I'm just making no that spoiler. up. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. um, but that could be that type of thing. So I, okay, the, a cathedral. So I guess I better check in here and Let's see who's start in there. there. Yeah. So I go in there and it'll give you a bunch of options. It'll give you a little blurb about what you see and what's going on inside and the things you hear. And in the app, it's actually got full sound like a soundtrack so you're hearing music and then when you go into certain places it's got a whole different <laughs> yeah you're gonna hear well like if you go into cathedral you'll have very ambient kind of what you yeah feel or think Maybe you a would hear within a, an old medieval cathedral you'd have those sounds going which is really cool but then a little blurb will come out telling you who you see and what they're doing and what they might be saying to you and then it'll give you like four or five options generally on what you can select to do uh, in reaction to what that person is saying or doing. Some of them will require skill checks from your blue, green, or red track. Um, and some will just be simple asking a question or searching the room or things like that. And those skill checks are all done with dice. Yes. So, so yeah, you have those starting dice, right? So yes, you have, you have two two white dice and uh and then three purple dice yes and the the white ones you always have you can always use them no matter like they don't get exhausted and then the purple dice as you when you use them they get exhausted and then at the beginning of every turn you refresh one of them yep. and then there may be other things um in the game that allow you to yes. refresh any other ones um but obviously the more dice that you roll the higher the chance you have um to do it so like say for example on your base dice like on the white ones you have one two three four four is the highest so you have two ones i think two i don't know I think two, two twos ones two twos a three and a four yeah yes something like that and um and yeah so then you just um you roll your die and see what you get and so on your track that's got one to twelve um you've got your little round pegs in different also maybe you've got one in a four one in a seven and one in an eight one in a twelve if you roll uh, a three, well, you get zero because you don't you haven't hit any of your pegs. Yes. If you roll an eight, oh, awesome! I've hit my four, my seven, and my eight, so I get a three, and I get to track that in the app to see, and that will um, yeah it counts base, your successes. Yeah, your successes. Yeah. So it'll be every peg is a success every yeah. time you reach one. So that basically will determine what type of answer you get from the app. Yes. So that because, was neat. Yeah. The 
the weaker amount of successes. One success will be probably not great for you. Yeah. Two successes will be probably okay. Three will probably be great. And if you have four or more, you're probably going to really do well yes. in that particular uh, check. So you can decide when you when you want to use all your purple die or... Yeah, because like if like she said, um, at the beginning of each round, you do get a purple die. And the purple die don't have fours. They just have one, twos, and threes, and then, um, and then a, a, and success. a success. Yes, like yeah. an automatic success. Yeah. Um, so if you wait three turns, you could have acquired all f- three of your purple dice. And then if you're going to do something big <laughs> that you think you need to get as much success as yeah. possible with, you'll have five dice to roll in there with. But you can get more from, like she said, by doing certain things. They can, like, yeah. If you talk to a certain person and you pray at a certain temple, they're like, oh, maybe you, you'll get something. Maybe you won't, and then or the vice versa, you'll lose dice too. Yeah. So there's no kind of uh, right or wrong. Tell yeah. To what to expect from doing that? You pray in one temple and you're going to lose a dice. Pray in another temple, you're going to lose. You're going to gain a dice. Pray in another temple and you're going to lose stats. Like there's all these different yeah. things. <clears throat> pardon me. That. Uh, that happen in this game. So there's no like, oh, if I go to a church, I know I'm going to get something good. That's not the case. Depends on everything. It's really, yeah. really neat that way. And there's also money in this and there's some other, uh, so you can buy things. You can go to certain merchants and you can buy weapons and items and things that are going to help yeah, you the Yeah, the app the will tell you when to set up shops for little places. And, yeah. And yeah, you have little tokens where you can, um, you maybe didn't do so well in a challenge. So you get this token that lets you move up two slots in your stats. Yeah. And, um, yeah, they've just, so that's, that's kind of neat. Yeah. And then, um, so yeah, that's what you're basically going to do. And you're going to start exploring around the, um, around this particular map and it's going to start, uh, Expanding. generating in yeah. front of you as you move. But yeah, and um, you turn on the app, you just kind of go until there's either nothing left for you to do, or yep. you're like, I don't want to do any of those options. Then and you then just you, end your turn yep. and you pass it to the next person. Yep, then you pass and it's the just tablet over and go over and over and over and over like that. That's how the yep. game plays. It's very simple. Until someone completes their destiny. And what generally speaking, you're going to be trying to accomplish like three things. Maybe find three people or kill four creatures. Three or four is generally the things you're trying to, to do. So once you've done that third or fourth thing that it's asking you to do, it's going to say, okay, now you can go and attempt to fulfill your destiny. And it's going to tell you to go to a certain part of the map, and it's depending on your story and what's going on, you're going to go to that, and then you're going to kind of kick off your your final destiny Mm -hmm. uh, segment, which could take several turns. Yeah. Um, and and that is all automatically done for you. Once you you confirm that, yeah, yeah, I'm doing my destiny— that's it. The app then just takes it. it. Yeah, you're, and then it just it's uh, focuses and streamlines yeah. you down the your destiny path, and it's up to you to go through that and and try and do it as well as you can. Yeah, um, which you may or may not be able to do because it gets pretty crazy with some of these destinies. They're hard, really hard to pull off. And then um, if you start doing poorly in your destiny, the other player can start to actually catch up on you mm-hmm. if they're doing well. So, yeah, that's kind of how it works. And <clears throat> each scenario is quite a bit different from the last. So, yes. yeah, we did five different ones. And yeah, they're 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 quite different. So, yeah, that's that's generally how the the game plays itself. So, you're using the app and then you're kind of you're pre- uh, procedurally generating your map and you're going around talking to people and you might be slaying uh, monsters or you might be helping people or you might be 
collecting items to give to other people or things like that. So it's really, they're all really different. Yes. So there's no, you can't just say that uh, you kill four monsters and you go to your, your thing. Like the, the writing on it is, is uh, quite deep and different entirely. So yeah, that's how it plays. So we can talk quickly again about the theme. So mm-hmm. does the theme lend well to this game? I think so. I think really, really well. I think well. for sure. I think you feel like you're you're quite deeply involved in whatever world the map is setting up for you. Um, I think because it's the narrative driven, it's hard to not be thematic. Very much so. Right? Because like, the, the app is giving you the story as you unfold. So you do something and then you get a story with it or you interact with somebody yes. and you're talking with them. And it's, it's all relevant to the story they're telling. Yep. So I do think it's... It's very thematic. And I it's, agree. Yeah. I think it's incredibly thematic. I feel, um, yeah, no, it's it's tremendously thematic. Uh, you do feel very um, in the game. It, like, it brings you right into this world that they've created for you. And so what we need to do when we talk about games of this type of nature is uh, add to our list of things that we want to talk about is the writing. Mm-hmm. So when we're talking about narrative games, I think it's fair for us to critique the writing on any narrative game that we play and i think this one in my opinion is one of the better ones that i didn't played. see any spelling mistakes no and you're a grammar <laughs> uh a well, grammar hawk. No, i just didn't notice any for the for for at least for my person because no, i wasn't I know, reading like, yours when you like... do rule books and stuff you're like oh there's they spelled <laughs> this wrong and they they have two words there and just like yeah i no, i know it's for you to not notice any. and there's a lot of reading we do a lot yes. of reading this game um so for there to be no spelling mistakes and no grammatical errors Really good. And the writing is very good. Um, the like, story is, is well done. It's yeah, an interesting exactly. story. It's well, yeah. It's, it's really well written. Yeah. It's, it's smooth. Yeah. It, it Everything is, is, is really well done. So the writing, this is one of the better games out there for writing for sure. So It doesn't feel disjointed. Like nope. for some app games where, uh, app driven games where you're playing them and it's yes. kind of like, what? That doesn't really make sense. Is that like, you know, And but this one, it, it was very smooth. It was. I agree. I it was. It read like a book, yeah. and uh, like a good book. So, yeah, writing was really good. So, theme great. Writing great. We can talk about the artwork. Uh, it, to me, it's some <laughs> of the best artwork. It's awesome that I've seen in a, in, a, in a while. I it's gotta really you know good. definitely give props to the artists because the way yes. that they uh, I don't know the way they designed the cards how you. Um, how the cards, how the tiles, how the tiles like go out and it's really neat. The black, white, gray on the, when they're not flipped over. It gives you hints as what to expect there, but you're not really sure until you flip it over and then it reveals like the whole card. But it's got enough detail and it is, it's really nice. And, but then when you flip it over and you're like, Oh, this is a bloody scene or, Oh, this is a nice lush green field or, Oh, this is a, prosperous little village and yeah because it's all gray on one side and you don't really know what you're getting into yeah and, and you're like, oh it's actually like a nice little meadow or, yeah and yeah. so depending on your scenario you've got it fits the scenario well for the the type of art and being um you know the era that it takes place i think it's awesome and it's highly detailed yeah um and it's a fantasy world it, it looks really good really really and Every, the way they everything. fit them all together and yeah, it's just it's really it's really well done. I really yep. enjoy the art. I fully agree. Yeah. Then it comes to the components. So, the the components in this game, 
when, right when you open the box. I gotta give an A plus. Like A plus, <laughs> absolutely. So you you open the box. Everything is in game trays. Yeah. First off, I don't know if it's game trays like the company, the game trays, but, but they like... are plastic trays with minis. And I don't know if we mentioned that, but this game is mini heavy. So yes. all your characters are minis. All the everything are minis. Minis, minis, minis everywhere. And they're all nicely laid out. Everything's got a little lid on it. Everything's great. The dice, this this game has... I was going to say, uh, that's probably, what I was going to mention. This might be my favorite dice. Yeah. The purple dice, what are they called? I don't the, know. Uh, no, but they're like... Oh, the, refresh your... I think uh, they just call them dice or purple? No, no. No, they don't just use the dice. color? <laughs> no. Let me um, see if I can find it. Helping dice or something. Effort. Effort dice. Yeah. They might be my favorite dice out there. Um, that I was going to say, you had actually said that. I said, I think these are my favorite. I yep. wish all dice were like this. They were my favorite. These favorite are dice. A, like a marble purple, and yeah. it's like a light, like a light. Well, it's kind of like a, it's just a really vibrant, very vibrant. That's a good, purple. good descriptive word right there. Yeah, with vibrant. with golden, like almost like the one ring style elvish sort yeah. of golden etchings on it and yeah. numbers and it's just gorgeous they, i think this is my favorite dice out of any game we've ever played yeah uh the white ones are fine too but they're white um but they're not special these no, effort these dice are, special, are your, like special dice just so gorgeous. they've done a good job with them um, yes the player boards are fantastic they're dual yes. layer the little pegs stick in them the great. pegs do not move out of those holes nope, they, they do, do not move they're they so fall. good um, all the tokens are super thick, yes, chunky they're very cardboard, thick. all the minis, like, and so some of these minis are like half an inch yeah. tall. Some are about an inch tall. And then there's non-spoiler alert. There's a couple gargantuan ones in there, but, um, they're just, most of these minis are just little tiny guys and, uh, but they're still highly detailed and easy to tell apart for the most part because they made them all quite different characters. So when they're all laying there in the trays and you, yeah. you're looking for the old guy with the beard and a stick, you can usually find I gotta him. I got to say, I thought it was going to be a lot more difficult to find them, but it wasn't. I thought for sure it was going to be like, how am I going to tell any of these part? But they made them pretty identifiable yeah. just from like one yeah. characteristic, right? Um, I also wanted to touch base on the tiles for the yes. board, the board tiles. So whenever you hear tiles, you typically think, you know, like this dual-sided cardboard, like the thick cardboard like tiles yeah, no, you think that's of not this. carcassonne and things like that but they, it's their paper tiles almost they're, they're or cardboard cardstock. or cardstock yeah, yeah that's the word um and they're really they're very light they're nice to put down um they make the box not super heavy that's the thing i'm of two minds of these cards yeah i when i first saw them i was like oh i'd really wish that these were yeah chunkier yeah me too cardboard but i understand why they're not because it really reduced Two things reduced the cost of the game. Yep. And it reduced the space that they would take up inside this box. Yep. So everything fits in the box. It's a regular, you know, classic board game box. Yep. Um, had and these been big, chunky cardboard tiles, 60, 67. 70 of them or whatever, yeah. this it would have required a bigger box. Yes. It would have been more expensive, so forth. So I fully understand why they did it this way. But yeah, do I, what I preferred. The, the big chunky tiles, yes. I you know but what do I, I thought. Do I need them? No, because it allowed this game to be like a fifty dollar game yeah. versus maybe a sixty five dollar game. I thought I would have preferred them big, but I don't. I actually like these. They work. I, they work I fine. don't. I don't find that 
that having them like this detracted from the game at all. Nope. And they weren't really too fiddly. I think they're just as fiddly as big cardboard yep. chunky ones would be. My my biggest reason I like your fingernails is because <laughs> you I can't, can't pick, pick them, them up. up. That's yes. right. That's I a fair point. Really, like, I basically <laughs> have to slide it off the table. To yeah, and that's not a big deal. That's a major first world problem. But yeah, um, yeah, I just like things that I can grab easier. Yes, than these. But that's fair. That is the minor, most minor yeah. of all critiques. Um, so yeah, components are off the charts in this game, especially at the price point. And a ton of um, lots of cards. maybe even excessive. I don't know um, what are they called? Just the little like item cards. All your items. There's yeah. a ton. Lots of them. Lots of them. Um, Multiples of a lot of them because they can be set up at at multiple shops. Yep. But. Super. Yeah, the components are awesome. So then it comes down to. Would we recommend this game? And if we do, who for? So, okay, this game, <laughs> I'm going to start this off here. So I knew this game was going to be very good. A lot of people loved it. A lot of people loved They're it. they high on top 10 There's lists. There's a ton of, yeah. of the top 2021 games and the lists across the board. And I agree, this game is fantastic. We've had, through our five scenarios, we've had, like, a, our first one was a, a nail biter, close call. Like I, yeah, you won the first one, and yep. I think that if you didn't win it in that specific turn, I was going to win it in the next one. Yes. Then the next one, you won mm-hmm. another relative close call, but I think you were ahead of me by a little chunk. Like I don't think I was, I don't think I had much of a chance of beating you, but I was in the race. Yeah. And then in our third game, um, I was able to win, mm-hmm. and I think we were both involved there too. Um, I I was just starting my destiny. Right. So you, no, I, I yeah. took that one. Then in our fourth game, the the wheels fell off where <laughs> you uh, finished your destiny before I had I had not found one part of my path to destiny. Path. Yeah. I, you, remember, you have two paths, right? So you could go collect four of those or go kill three of those or something, right? Yeah. I did two of these, three of those. I did zero things before you won the game. And that's my one thing that happened with this game was your, so your, your stat uh, bars for your, your intelligence and your dexterity dexterity and your power. They, uh, they destroyed my game because I was unable to, do anything that entire game i was unable to yeah um successfully get any successes on any of my skill checks so having the um the uh the track the tracks where they were combined with unlucky dice rolls yes was 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 a bad combination horrible combination it to the point where i literally did nothing in that game and you got the frustration got there too because it was just like well nothing is happening I'm not getting yes. anywhere and you were already in, like in the eighth part of your destiny yeah and I was like okay well this is long over right so that can be a thing but um but then we so that was yeah that the fourth game I just got shellacked because I literally no fault of fault of my own really I couldn't get my stats up high enough to really do any successes and and then combined with horrible dice rolls butchered me yeah but then in the fifth game it was pretty even again where you were actually into your destiny and then i got into my destiny and i ended up winning that was one where i don't think you had any business winning 
No, I you had were way been ahead. in my destiny for so long. Yes. And it seemed like your destiny, it felt like it took your destiny two turns and where I was at like it forever. Yes. But. So. <laughs> I don't so, care. I lost. It just no, seemed it was like, whoo. Okay. No. <laughs> so this game um, is very, very good. Um, very, very, very good game. There's just little small issues with the stats that can throw you in a real rough way. But. We figured um, that may be just a horrible combination I was going through. That's potential. Um, Just with that one particular scenario. Um, So I think if we were to play it again, um, this box, if we went back to Mm -hmm. that scenario again, I think I would take um, and I would adjust the stat, your starting stats a bit, just to raise them up a little bit, just to get ahead of the off chance that you're going to fall into the hole that I fell into because there's literally there was no way out yeah. of that hole. But again, we've only played the five scenarios once through each, so that could have been a one-off bad on the normal level, normal yes. difficulty. Yes, exactly. They also have like four, I think four different difficulties you can play. Yes. So, yeah, we had one spot where I got uh, yeah, I fell into a pit that I couldn't <laughs> climb out of and it was a bit rough. Um but I think you could house rule things by moving pegs around. Yeah. If you really want to make this easier, then you just want to kind of scream through a scenario. You could really, you know, increase yeah. your stats by two each or something like that from whatever they dictate to you for the starting statistics. But that being said, I understand that that was, you know, just more or less bad luck. Yeah. And there was nothing I could do about that. One but, thing that I that I found with the game, and again, I loved it too, but I... When you didn't, if you weren't the winner of this scenario, yes, you're um, because you've invested a lot of time into this game, <laughs> yes. into each scenario, like minimum two hours, yep. playing as a character, working through your way. You're like, oh, am I gonna get my destiny? Am I not? Am I gonna get it? So you don't get your destiny, and I get that. And so it goes off with the winner, and it explains this whole big paragraph about the winner with like a sentence about you and your law lo- your losing character yeah that you just died you've gone into like oblivion <laughs> yeah. or like not even you may not even have died and it's just it it, it felt so deflating yeah. because you got nothing very anticlimactic yeah. and i was like oh but i worked so hard that's the thing that whoever <laughs> does succeed in their destiny is just like it's, it's awesome and you're yeah. like oh cool you get to do your whole thing and then you read about all the what's going to happen after yeah. you've done your thing and then whoever didn't like it's, it's like salt well, in the done. wound yeah you're like yeah okay i lost that's a fun game i lost and oh i'm i'm i've fallen off the face of the planet yeah. into obscurity now <laughs> yeah so that's a little but yeah i think that also might have to do with the theme of this one yeah i'm very intrigued to play Sea of Sand. Yes. And Looks really myth and cool. folklore. Yes. Because it'll be a totally different um, fully different. I think like a different feel. I'm very curious to yep. see how how those ones work. Yeah, I fully agree. So all that being said, um the app is really well made and it really the story works was fantastic. Well. Um there's a couple little hiccups here and there just between uh, getting confused as to where I'm supposed to be going, but if I'd read into it more, I, I think I could have avoided 
a couple goofs I did, and you know, but like overall, the app is really, really good. Yes. Um, and not a detriment at all. It, it actually, it's a great marriage. It works really well together. The with app the game. was very good. Yeah. So, yeah. do we recommend this game? I absolutely do. Um, just be prepared that to potentially house rule. Potentially a few house rule the the stats. Yeah. Because yeah, you just don't want to fall into that pit I fell into because it just. You don't do anything, right? Yeah. So you want to do something in the game. Yeah, you right? want to enjoy your your gameplay, yeah, especially so, when you're playing for two and a half, three yeah. hours. I would attempt to play it as as it is because we only fell into that hole once. Um, but if you were to keep falling into such a hole, I would just yeah take whatever your starting stats are, increase them by X to the point where you you get ahead of these yeah. these things and they don't become a problem. But that being said, you never fell into one of those holes. Um, you were able to chug along in your all five scenarios um, pretty well. Yeah, so, I didn't. I didn't win all of them. You won more than I did. Technically, yeah. So yeah. there you go. <laughs> um, it, the yeah. one, one of the two I lost, I super lost. Yes. <laughs> so, um, but no, that's uh, yeah. The the game is great. Uh, we do recommend it. Who do we recommend it for? Anyone that loves narrative, story driven games. That's what this game is. And it's, I think it does it have like fourteen plus in it. I think uh, for like might, story, yeah, it's pretty mature. Because it is a lot pretty of, mature um, story. There's a lot of fighting. There's a lot of uh, demons yeah. and and such things. Um, yeah, it, it's so, it's pretty it's pretty mature. Um, yeah, on content and stuff. Content from a from a fantasy standpoint, it's uh, more along the lines of say like Game of Thrones versus Lord of the Rings. Yeah, I would think yeah. As far as mature subject matter. But as for gameplay, it is not complicated. Nope. It is it's a nice, simple. simple, streamlined game system. So that is a plus. Yep. If you like narrative stuff, it, it, this is if you like, right up your alley. If you like minis, you got like minis and narrative. Yep. That's an awesome, yep. awesome combo. And it can be played solo and it can play it up, play it up to three. And this would be actually an awesome solo game, I think. I was thinking to myself, I was like, if I'm going to play a solo game anytime soon, I think I would try this one out. Yeah. Yeah, I think Although this would we be don't a great one. Really get to no. do that, but if I were going to, I think that this is one of the ones I would be more inclined Especially to try. Especially having that narrative aspect yeah, to it, I think it's really the good. App, the app helping you, yeah, it, right. So it's apps like an almost another person. Yeah. So no, we do recommend it if you like this kind of stuff. If you like the Gloomhaven stuff or the um, Sleeping Gods type stuff, this is your. Definitely right up your alley, and the price is definitely that's right. yeah that it's a good is really price point right on this. It's definitely, really, you know, it's it's on the more affordable side of games, and the components are off the charts, and the narrative is just incredibly well done. Yeah, I think we highly recommend this game for narrative people, yes. narrative seeking people. Yeah, um, but if you want a quick game, this ain't this it. is not it. <laughs> this, you're in for a long you're haul. Minimum two hours per scenario. We went. And that three in a couple of them for sure. Yeah. Oh, yeah. So keep that in mind for it two is player. Long. Um, I don't know how player, we yeah. would have done three player. That would have seemed. I think that no. would seem too long for me. Yeah, I would. I would think two player is the sweet spot for this game. Yeah. Where you just kind of back and forth. Your turn, my turn. Your turn, yeah. my turn. So there's not a lot of sitting around, right? Yeah. Um, with three players, you might have a bit three of three player. You get to experience the third character, True. which would be nice, but. But I also like knowing that there's that third character in if the box that neither again. of us have yeah. played. When we get and to one of us over. can always grab one of the new ones, and then I would grab the... Like, if I grab the new one, then you grab the one I did. Yes. You know, that kind of thing. Yes. So I think that actually makes it... Better for it Better for us yep. in particular. That's fair. I like it. But yeah, Lucky Duck, um, 
This game is super. Um, I think it's the best app-assisted game I've played. I would agree. I think I it is say. the best app-assisted game I've played. Um, I think just it was so simple, and I that app never messed up. No, it never failed. It no. never erred. It never... Yeah, it was so far, so far. As long as you read it properly, which yeah. I, I think I didn't in a couple instances, <laughs> um, or I made assumptions that I shouldn't have. Yeah. Um, so you got to be careful what you're reading and what it's telling you to do. But overall, really, really good. Um, but I think that takes yeah. us to the end of our 23rd episode. <laughs> so we're going to get running. You can find us on Twitter at Meeple Dungeon, on YouTube, The Meeple Dungeon. You can uh, email us if you would like us to review a game or you'd like to contact us or uh, anything of that nature. The Meeple Dungeon at gmail.com. And yeah, we're going to go. So we will see you next week. Cheers. Have a great week, everyone. Bye bye.